Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. The sun's going down in midnight Texas and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Midnight Texas series. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters 29 through 36, which is the end of Day Shift, the second book in the Midnight Texas series. Previously, Manfred, Olivia, and Barry grow through with their elder decoy clan, and against all odds, no one dies or goes to jail. Yet. But Olivia has an acute case of murder brain, so we'll see how that how long that lasts. Meanwhile, Joe and Chewie do their best to prepare the Midnighters for the full moon when something mysterious and deadly prowls the streets of Midnight. So mysterious that no one can... Okay, we're, we're, we know it's tigers, right? Like we're, <laughs> we're all pretty sure it's tigers. Um, whatever. But the first night passes without casualties, and Manfred has a chat with Arthur Smith revealing that, bum bum bum, Manfred's client was murdered. Again, we kind of all knew that at this sure, point, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm sure that Chekhov's were-tiger won't somehow be pivotal in this last act. <laughs> you know, if you see a loaded tiger on stage, you know, by the final act. By the third act, definitely. The tiger's going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 29. Manfred and Olivia return to midnight, and Magdalena Powell is there and furious that they forged her letterhead. Yeah, it yeah. turns out forging your lawyer's letterhead for a heist isn't a great idea. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no kidding. And, and Manfred... Calms her down by saying, it's not my fault, I was on wizard cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh yeah, I've been there. I mean, with real personal cocaine, but whatever. I mean, every lawyer is on cocaine, let's be honest here. And it's actually very comedic, because... Ms. Powell doesn't see, but Dietrich walks by naked. Yeah, and like Manfred's hurting her inside, like, oh, don't turn around. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a naked uh, adolescent, I guess, at this Something. point. He's full grown now. I mean, That's it, what it, Manfred says. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even Yikes. funnier because, like, later he sees the Rev dragging a hose into the pet cemetery. <laughs> like, every time he looks out there, there's just something ridiculous happening. <laughs> Um, but, but Olivia yeah. tells the lawyer the whole truth. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, Manfred's like, no, no, I have a very good explanation for this. And Olivia's like, here's all the crime we committed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> here's the fraud, and the, it, like, just lays it out. And uh, He's shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and apparently also, not only the crimes they committed, but all the weird uh, magical stuff that they're involved in, too. Yeah, I guess. It, it feels a little weird, but it's just not a secret, right? Like, Manfred is... An official psychic. He advertises himself as a psychic. He has a website. <laughs> <laughs> he has multiple websites right. for getting money from old people. <laughs> yeah. And, and, well, the thing with Barry is probably, uh, I mean, it's possible Barry would prefer that most people didn't know that, but whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She probably doesn't. The, the lawyer only sort of believes him. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Manfred was shocked that Olivia told the truth because Manfred is kind of from the Sookieverse, so he didn't think it was possible to tell the police off- police officers the truth? probably right. Like, yeah. Sookie would never have done this in a million years. No. Yeah. Even if, the, like, even if the truth wasn't even that bad, Sookie would never tell the truth. Yeah. But Olivia figured out the jewelry is in the globe. Um, Manfred tells them that Rachel was indeed murdered. Yeah, because they didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he relays what he learned from Arthur Smith. That's right. That's right. Um, and Magdalena does what any good lawyer would do <laughs> and finds like a dozen holes with, you know, his his story. He's like, <laughs> yeah. well, it could be this or that, you know. It's, yeah. But uh, to make it up to her, Magdalena says Manfred should uh, do a reading for her mom, but don't cheat her out of her money. <laughs> right. I'm assuming is yeah. the subtext. I there. mean, I assume she called her mom and said, don't drink anything he gives you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I mean, just in case, right? Just yeah. in case. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I think it's funny that Manfred gets to pull the celebrity card to get out of trouble with Magdalena, right? Yeah, yeah. that's lucky. I guess I was wondering why Magdalena was going to do any business with him at all after he committed fraud using her letterhead. Yeah, that, that's this. Like most lawyers would terminate contract and sue you immediately, yeah, right? Because yeah. that's what that's their job. Manfred's lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is. Uh, also, Manfred is lucky because apparently Magdalena has a client who is. <clears throat> Allegedly, a drug dealer who knows a legal way to turn a phone into a burner. I mean, that's okay. Why don't you just buy a burner phone? Yeah, I yeah. yeah. Right? I, I was like, an app that turns a phone into. I was, I was like, working through this in my head. Is like, is that easier or harder than just buying a burner phone? Yeah, just go to like yeah. Walmart or Cricket and buy one. I, yeah. I think you have those now because you have digital SIM cards now and phones, but that's pretty recent. I don't think they had those at this time. No, uh, yeah, it's only in the last couple of years. Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah, they decide that they're, however they do it, they're going to contact the police anonymously and tell them to look in the globe in the office for the jewelry. Yep. Uh, Barry comes over to give them a telepathic readout, which, okay, what were they talking about in the car on the way home? Yeah. That's what I was wondering. They had this two-hour car ride, and they didn't talk about this at all? No. Maybe they just, like... Bangers kept coming on the radio. Yeah, they were singing. Li- they were like, li- like listening to the Indigo Girls and singing along. <laughs> and they just never got around to talking about it. Yeah, Barry was about to bring it up, and then uh, Journey came on. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it was yeah. time to This is my jam. <laughs> and they're like, "You want to listen to it again?" Yeah, let's play it again. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, but this is after Magdalena leaves. Uh, Barry shares that Bertha, the maid, is very scared of Lewis. Uh, she ex- and significantly, she expected money for her son when Morton died, but it all went to Rachel instead. And then there's something about a test. Yeah, I'm guessing a DNA test, probably. Hopefully, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Mr. Goldthorpe had an illegitimate son by the housekeeper, according to what Lewis thinks, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But no, no, that, that's the thing. They don't get around to the, despite the really obvious hints. They do not think it's an illegitimate son by Mr. Goldthorpe. They speculate that the kid is romancing one of the siblings instead. I was very confused. I was like, wait, wait, wait that's, that's your first thought? <laughs> that he's trying to date one of the married daughters or Lewis, the son? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my mind immediately jumped to, like, the housekeeper's son. Like, it's supposed to be in the will. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So, um, a Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and we close this chapter with Manfred voicing the thing that we've all been asking, how the hell do people in this town make a living? Yeah. Yeah, right. He's like, there's four people, you know, there's like four shops or whatever, and like, what, ten people? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's yeah. that restaurant stay in business? Like, yeah. Three of the people in the town live there. Yeah. And Olivia's like, here's the thing, and then leaves. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that is literally like the fourth time he has wondered that out loud to other people in Midnight and uh-huh. just gotten brushed off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we definitely don't get paid for asking questions, Manfred. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 30. That evening, Manfred talks to Fiji, who won't just tell him why the full moon is important. Like, get over yourself, Fiji. Like, seriously, yeah. Yeah. So Fiji's figured it out, right? Yeah. And we know that Joe and Chewie already know. Is Manfred the only person who doesn't know at this point? I feel like this is something important he should know, instead of her being snide about it, being like, oh, well, you figure it out. (laughs) Screw you. This isn't like a riddle. This is tigers. Okay, but (laughs) but on the other hand, in a world where you know where things are a thing, like it's out, not a yeah. secret, right? 
wouldn't you assume that's what the full moon was about, right? Okay, you've got a kid who shows up in town and he mysteriously grows quickly and the full moon's a big deal. I mean, thing one you assume is like it's aware of something, yeah, maybe, right? Maybe Fiji, maybe it didn't occur to her that he didn't know, right? <laughs> maybe. Like, what do you think, man? <laughs> Could uh, be. Yeah, but either way, uh, Manfred hasn't figured it out. Mm-hmm. Shorty Horwitz is returned to the hotel by the police. They found him wandering on the highway. So they put out a call to find a Barry Bellboy, which is what Shorty called him. So, shit. Wait, okay, so his grandfather calls him Barry Bellboy? Yeah, what? I mean, what? his grandpa's mind is kind of... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so. true. But is, was his grandpa tangled up with the vampires? Because that's what the vampires called him, right? I don't know, but yeah. that, was, that was what they used. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems weird to me. Yeah. Uh, either way. It seemed like, like Batman... Or Superman saying, save Martha, when he's getting killed by Batman or whatever. Why would he say that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's yeah. confusing. Uh, but either way, Barry is terrified to know that that name is out there because vampires will be... Okay, I don't actually remember why Barry's in trouble with the vampires. Do you? Okay, so Barry was... Uh, after the hotel collapsed on everybody... No, wait, no, no, no. Barry had been hired by the vampires in Texas. Right. And he got in a lot of trouble because remember he like knew there was something kinky going on at the hotel, and but he didn't tell the vampires in time, so a lot of the vampires died. So he's on their shit list because he was working for them, but he didn't warn them in time. But that's for the not, hotel class. But it wasn't like intentional. But he was a dumbass though. Like remember there was one point when Sookie like contemplated hitting him because he was like, oh well, you know, I I heard a lot of weird, you know. Like messages from people being like, "Oh, I don't want to be Trey," and something about explosives and stuff. But oh. yeah, like he he could have he could he should have said something. Okay. Yeah. And I guess for that reason, every vampire in Texas is trying to kill him. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they're trying to find him because he could have warned him. Yeah. Saved a lot of vampire lives. I gotcha. All right. Yeah. But it is another night for everybody to hide indoors. Mm-hmm. Chapter thirty-one. The next day, Olivia just breaks into Manfred's house. Uh, she's spooked because there are four whole cars in town that they don't know who they are. I know. I was oh like, four uh, cars. Okay, okay. Man. Let me, let me, you know, remind everyone that we just had this conversation about how, how do these places stay in business? Yeah. And four cars in town yeah, is so, an, yeah. enough of an anomaly that everyone freaks out, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, this is, this is good if you run a business to have... This is great. This is a booming day. Yeah. But no, Olivia's upset about it. Small towns are the worst. They get a call from Fiji. Uh, there's these strangers in town, and they're looking for Barry. Uh, Olivia's still super freaked out, though, that they're looking for her, so she hides out in his house ready to kill anyone who might get aggressive. Uh-huh. And sure enough, a guy comes to Manfred's door being very aggressive, right? Like, yeah. He tries to force his way in, even though I guess he's a really small dude. Yeah. He's like, what's your name? Let me search your house. Manfred's like, get fucked. Yeah, I, I have to say, this, these are these people live in Texas, right? I, I was th- I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Forcing your way into someone's house in Texas, especially small town Texas, yeah, yeah. rural Texas, is exactly how you get shot. Yeah, that's how you get perforated. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, this guy must be real, uh, real loyal to the vampires, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's the vampires' day man slash fang banger. Um, Olivia says that the vampires have been keeping a low profile, quote, especially since the were-animal disaster. 
Right. What was the Do we know what that, that is? is? I don't actually know what that is. I don't, is I don't it remember. just when the wares came out and it didn't go as smoothly as they hoped? I don't remember it being a disaster, yeah, but yeah. I mean, Sam's mom got shot, but yeah, but I mean, that like that's not like incident. national yeah. news kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, okay. I don't remember that. I was curious. Yeah. But anyway, it's too much for her, and she leaves town. Yeah. I, once once Olivia confirms that they aren't actually after her, she's like, "Well, not my problem," and leaves, which is not great for Barry, right? No, it's not. Luckily, Manfred decides that he's going to do something about it. <laughs> Distraction press conference. Yeah, he calls a press conference. Right. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't understand why he's able to get people to show up on a moment's notice for his press conference, right? I mean, it's not a lot of people. He mentions that it's like two, like, like a... It's a news van. Well, from Davy, the next the town over, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it seems so strange that this is such an important televised case. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean... You're right. It seemed a little ridiculous. Like the case of the missing jewels? Uh-huh. In, from the... From, from, the, from it, the, the person who wasn't murdered? In but, Dallas. But yeah, in a city that's very far away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was interesting. But it works. Uh, Barry's able to get out of town, so that's nice. Yeah, it yeah. distracts all the, the vampire people. You know what it is? Media loves a celebrity feud, right? And Manfred's mm. famous. Mm. So he's like doing a... What do they call it? Snapping back He's or whatever? Clapping back. Clapping back at, uh, at uh, Lewis Goldthorpe. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I guess, also sort of, I don't know. Right, yeah. He destroys Lewis Goldthorpe with facts and logic. Right. <laughs> uh, and after the conference, Manfred invites Magdalene and Arthur to join them at home cooking for dinner. Mm hmm. And Manfred learns that he's been cleared of uh, the, the suspicions or whatever, right? Yeah, but she didn't tell him that before he held the conference. Seems like that would have been useful information. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, he did do that thing where he defrauded her, uh, her, her yeah, firm, right? He did that. Yeah. That's so, true. Yeah. Like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. Chapter 32. It's Fiji. She talks to Mr. Snuggly, and they agree that Joe is an angel. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers, yeah. Mr. Snuggly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I guess they're saying that this night is more dangerous than either of the previous ones. Yes. But Mr. Snuggly won't say why. Probably because the moon's at its fullest, I'm guessing. Okay. I think it's in the middle that it's fullest, right? Because it waxes and thinking. wanes. Oh. I wonder if it's because there's a third tiger. Yes. Uh, Mr. Snuggly, oh. listen to Diedrich's phone call, and his dad will be back soon. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But, so there's... He, he, Mr. Snuggly won't say why, but I, I assume it's because there's an extra tiger in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not, you know, like triple the trouble it's like what 50% more trouble it's fine but, but it's an extra big tiger it's like, true yeah it's Quinn like is an extra big 60 tiger 60% more trouble yeah yeah that's true that's true <laughs> by, by volume <laughs> greater volume of tigers mm. Fiji looks out the window and sees two Bengal tigers yeah whoa wait what there's wait, tigers? tigers oh my gosh where'd that come from could that be connected to that monster that's been stalking the streets for the last couple nights oh yeah maybe the monster's hunting the tigers <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the tigers are hunting the monster who knows yeah <laughs> Uh, but of course, Lewis Goldthorpe chooses that very moment to drive up and start banging on Manfred's door. <laughs> like, what the fuck with this dude, right? Yeah. I kind of like this guy. <laughs> He's such an asshole. He, he is. He really is a total asshole. Everybody yeah. in town is like, dude, get out of here. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah, I know, right? And then Manfred opens the door and tries to pull him inside before the tiger gets him. And he like wets his pants. He, he, yeah, he, after he sees the tiger, he, he pees on Manfred's floor. Yeah. <laughs> i got to be honest, I probably would have left that guy out there. And then, and then he starts screaming about how Manfred is out to get him or whatever, or murdered his mom or whatever that stuff is. Yeah. 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 I, this guy's an asshole. Yeah, he's such an asshole that when Barry read Bertha, the housekeeper's mind, 
Like, all she was thinking about is how much of an asshole Lewis is, uh-huh. not about how she murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We don't actually know that she did that, right? It's, I mean, it's implied. Yeah, well, it's implied by Lewis, right? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Chapter 33. Um, he, yeah, he claims that Bertha's son, John, is Morton's son as well. And then after Rachel died, the estate would be divided between all of Morton's kids, which would include John. Yeah. I like the bit where he's like, oh, give him John an American name, you know, so that he'd seem more American. And Mary's like, where is she from? It's like, oh, America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> like, Lewis cannot be un- more unlikable. Like, this guy's the worst. He really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, he and, and he also really doubles down on the the Manfred being involved somehow, although he can't seem to articulate how, yeah. and Manfred's like, no, no, really, what did I do? And he's like, you were involved, you know, I, I don't yeah. know, yeah, he's just the worst. Yeah, well, Man- um, Manfred read it right early on, which is that Lewis is pissed because Rachel liked him better. Yeah, Lewis is pissed. <laughs> uh, and so were his pants. Indeed. Um, but, you know, Manfred is skeptical about the whole thing until Bertha shows up outside his window. Yeah, Lewis claims Bertha poisoned Rachel, uh, to get money for John, and yeah, there's Bertha out the window. <sighs> yep, so everyone's coming to midnight on Tiger Night, so apparently. Finally we're, finally, we're gonna get to meet Bertha, this character that's been floating around the narrative. Lynchpin of the whole mystery, the person who knows what's up. Yeah, I can finally clue us all in. I, I know, I can't wait for the conversation with Manfred and Bertha where she clears it up. What or, kind of person is he? You yeah. know, you don't really want to get to know Bertha. <laughs> Chapter 34. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is Olivia watching from Manfred's room. She's, she's just, just hanging out she, on his room. She's just on the roof. Presumably with popcorn, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was thinking, like, tigers can probably jump pretty well. They're cats, right? Yeah. And, like, I, he's got a single-story home. A, a tiger's, like, 12 feet long. Like, they can get up on a roof. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. but she's just up there on his shitty little, hanging like, out. shotgun shack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well... Oh, well, uh, yep. the tiger's not interested in Olivia. Yeah. We've got the low-hanging fruit that is Bertha. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. catches and kills Bertha, but uh, irritatingly enough, does not bother to eat her body. Right. Yeah. yeah. Olivia's like, God damn it. That's exactly Olivia's thought process. She's like, oh, it's going to be a body there. Maybe the tiger will eat it. No, he's leaving. He's going away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Olivia pops inside and helps Lewis uh, to depart, yeah. telling him to never speak of what he saw, or Manfred will have him arrested because he's trespassing. Yeah, I don't just, know. Just toss him out there. Yeah. Just toss him right out there. Yeah, I, I mean, really, really. Like, 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 it's time. It's time for all plot threads to get resolved. On the streets <laughs> of <midnight. laughs> this is this is how midnight wraps things up, right? Yeah. Someone gets get get the tigers. Remember that white supremacist guy from last book? Sure. Invite that guy over. <laughs> Yeah, get all these assholes to come <laughs> over. Up, right? yeah, they can solve all the problems. <laughs> well, I mean, Deputy like, Gomez, she was a jerk. It seems like they're gonna have. <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> it seems like they're gonna have Tiger Night more frequently from now on. So you know, it's true. Yeah, 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 once a month. <laughs> yeah, let's put a pin in that one. Let's let's circle back to that problem on Tiger Night <laughs> in twenty nine days. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they, just, they have it on their calendars and they just like make appointments with all their problem people. <laughs> <Yeah. at Tiger> <laughs> <laughs> Manfred's going to have his readings on those nights. <laughs> yeah. Um, Manfred goes to bed. Olivia goes to clean up the body. Um, she's the one who got Lewis and then Bertha to come to midnight. Yeah. She's which just, is super fucking. She doesn't give it. She's just on the field. Yeah. She's, she's the one who tricked him. Yeah. She. Sorry. <clears throat> 
Yeah, so she called Lewis to like provoke him and then told Bertha to follow Lewis. So yeah, she was she's way ahead of plan solve problems with Tiger Knight, right? Yeah, this this I mean she doesn't even really know what the plot was or what the deal was or any of these facts or whatever. And she's she doesn't like, care. She's just I'm just gonna feed all these people into the tigers. Into the tiger <laughs> and then then we won't have a problem, right? I mean, she's not wrong. It works. Yeah. So yeah, Olivia does go to dispose of the body and it's gone and she's like Great, grabs a hose and just hoses the hoses the blood off the that's, that's what Sookie does when there's a dead when there's a blood stain or whatever or a fairy stain. Yeah. <laughs> she just hoses it down. <laughs> just hose it into the grass. It's fine. Is that is this known? Is this what you do with blood stains on your driveway I mean, or whatever? How else are you gonna get rid of them? I I've never thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> well now you know. Just hose it off hose into the grass. Hose it off. You know that's a blood is a great fertilizer. Uh is that? I've heard. <laughs> that's why Olivia's such a great assassin. She's got tigers. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Chapter 35. It's the next morning. It's the point of view of Joe. Uh, the Rev is burying Bertha in the usual place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's yep. the pet cemetery. It's the pet cemetery. Yep. He digs the, the holes extra deep and then buries pets on top of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of nice, actually, to get a gonna be dead you know living forever you got some pets there yeah got company right better than strangers true that is true yes joe is joined by quinn they go over to fiji's quinn tells them the story of diedrich's birth mother and how she died which is very sad yeah quinn wants to keep diedrich hidden in midnight till he's grown to avoid him becoming forced to be a pit fighter the way quinn had been when he was a teenager yes that it seems odd to think of that as a a common hazard for young tigers. I gotta be honest. I that like, was like a one-time thing. Like this Quinn. whole thing, Quinn was like ostensibly there to like explain why he did all this thing. But I was like, so the explanation is basically like, this guy's a tiger and I had a job, I had to work, so I was just like dump him here. I, I was like, really? That's it, huh? Yeah, like, huh, really? Yeah. This guy, like, they didn't even know this guy. He just, like, he just happened to be a tiger. He's like, oh, this guy's a tiger. T-. Yeah, that's literally all it was. Yeah. I thought it was the last tiger, and I found out there was another tiger, so I dumped my kid with him. Yeah. Maybe that's a tiger thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, he's like, I'm also going to leave him here. Yeah, right? <laughs> By the way, yeah, uh, I'm not quite ready to start raising my child yet, so I'm just going to leave him here. I realize the ref sucks, so let's, you know, people in the town tell me, like, who so, could I dump this kid so on? So, yeah, you, all you other people, you take better care of my kid, all right? <laughs> yeah. That's basically the deal. Quinn, like, come on. This, yeah. uh, if this is all I knew about Quinn, I would think this guy was a real POS, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, th- this does seem like a real deadbeat dad kind of thing to do, right? Yeah, I mean... Uh, you could have taken your kid with you, and also you could take your kid with you right now. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a solvable problem. Yeah, but but he's using the whole pit, pit fighter thing, I guess. You know. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, Joe thinks about his reason for being in midnight. Something about smiting. He's like, oh, I, I wouldn't want to have God smite someone down, but that's sort of why I'm here. Or I was like, yeah, because I because I wouldn't judge him and I wouldn't ask God to smite him and that's why I'm here. Maybe because he's he's like an angel but he's not judgmental. Oh, maybe that's what it is, yeah. So his punishment is have to live in rural Texas. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Chapter 36. We're back at home cooking. Manfred comes in and tells everyone that the old people are being moved to an assisted living facility in Davie. Yeah, uh, this is first of all surprising to everyone, mm-hmm. understandably. Also, I still have a feeling that they're being dumped into some kind of like old person wood chipper somewhere. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, that, I think somebody mentioned or, like the last chapter that they were worried that Shorty Horowitz they just leave him out in the desert somewhere. Uh huh. So they, is, yeah. 
they ought to check on these people. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, but there's nobody to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, they're like, they're, yeah, the old people want y'all to come by and say, say goodbye to him. I was like, yeah, you should go by and say goodbye <laughs> to him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> this is probably it. Mm-hmm. Arthur Smith comes in. Lewis told the police about the tigers eating Bertha. He's probably going to be committed. But yep. the jewelry's been found, so Manfred's in the clear. Yeah, everyone in Midnight is just like, yep. 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 So Sounds crazy to me. This is the point where I would expect the police investigation to get serious. Uh-huh. Right? Nope. The housekeeper disappears. The guy says she was murdered, even though he says crazy stuff. Uh-huh. At midnight at Manfred's house. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nope. But no, the cops are like, no, no, this, we're done here. Yep. Tigers, that's weird. Sounds like problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And yeah. then um, Charlene Harris realized that she was put a thread out there about like convenience stores being robbed and, and then turned out to be literally nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, okay. So Olivia is leaving home cooking and sees a kid in a hoodie and is like, that's a, th- that, that's a, a, okay. a, a, a convenience store robber. Yeah, this is starting to feel like small town uh, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then further, Madonna pulls out a shotgun and is like, I'm going to do- go deal with this. And Arthur Smith, the cop is like, hold on now. <laughs> Let me at least go first. Yeah. So they arrest the kid in the hoodie. Um, hopefully he was yeah. actually yeah. Uh, a criminal. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's the end. Yeah. So what do you guys think? It was of fun. Shift? It was fun. Uh, a little silly, but you know. Yeah, it had that uh, that ladder, ladder Sookie Stackhouse book feeling of just a bunch of stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't really tie in together very well, but a lot of the individual things that happen are pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah. the plots aren't always strong. It's not a super cohesive story, but the world bu- building is great. The humor is great. Yeah. The yeah. characters are just the delightful. The stuff was... <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It was. It was like, oh, we got tigers tonight. Everybody stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Three nights. It's tiger nights. Yeah. yeah tiger night. <laughs> it was pretty comedic. And that poor kid, like, that kid, kid like, he killed somebody. Yeah, yeah, he did. And is he ever going to know who he killed or why? Nope. The body just disappeared? Yeah. Quinn shows up and he's like, I don't know. I just spent the whole morning comforting my kid. He remembered ripping a woman's throat out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, wasn't he like six years old two days ago or uh-huh, something right yeah yeah Quinn says something about how he's a fast learner I was like I guess you have to be yeah, <laughs> yeah. well silly but fun yeah I'm ex- and I'm excited to I- I'm definitely excited about the next one yes the third and final book in the series that's it for this week's episode next time we're going to do what we always do which is take a break and then we're going to be returning with the next book in the Witcher series which is the Future. blood of elves the blood of elves nice um, I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe and Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody who you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars and learn more about our other podcasts at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night Bertha. Bertha. <laughs>